just us this time man it's just us episode man what's going on guys it's like america is oh through it man you know you know segue in it man we having shootings we having baby formula shortage prices is high niggas rent going up uh all this following a yeah all this following a pandemic man Oh, uh, Roe versus Wade, it might take a fall. Uh, oh, man, that's going to be an interesting breakdown when we start breaking that thing down. Like, to be honest with you, when you start thinking about what else it could impact and what else may be overturned and what that right. amendment is, it's, it's in the 14th Amendment. So how, how that impacts us, too, as well. And what else is in that 14th Amendment? Ooh. Privacy, it's, it's, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. And right to your own body, so yeah. like it, it's it's a it's ooh that that gets to be a little bit of an issue. So I think they want to go back into the times when they want to go back a couple of centuries, you know. I don't know what's going on. I I really don't know what's going on. But uh. Yeah, it's it's a lot going on, man. I think uh, for me lately, I think for me, I've just been digesting, <sighs> you know, this Buffalo um, shooting, right? Another mass shooting in America. Um, and just kind of taking in a lot about just, man, you know, just the delicacy that life really is. Um, yeah. Just let's, thinking let's, about Hold on a second. Let's clarify that. It's not just a it's mass a terror- shooting, a, a, a terror- targeted mass shooting that's a terror right. attack. Right, man. What right. killed me about that whole thing, bro? The what fact that he streamed that shit on Twitch. What yeah. the fuck, bro? The fact and I actually don't even think I've seen Twitch or Discord have any comment about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we don't condone that. You know what I'm saying? We stand with, and we're gonna donate some money to. You know the co- the community of Buffalo. Like, I mean, I know I haven't donated nothing, but this shit happened on y'all platforms. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's and so I'm mean, crazy to me, man. DC, do you know how long that stream went before? Was it ever cut off? At some it was point? never cut off, bro. Whoa. Oh, I mean, it got cut off eventually, but like, right. what the fuck, bro? Yeah, I read and, like. Go ahead, Sanjay. I read like it was going on, then they eventually cut it off at a certain point, or but this this shit didn't he? They said he made a uh, he made a manifesto on Discord, hundred and eighty like, something pages, so hundred and something. So everybody in that Discord <laughs> server need to get it, you know, need something happening to them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just crazy to me, man. Like. Man, and then the, if you just go through the victims, yeah, they lived a long life, but the, all them people, yeah, they were all elderly. Grandma, 
Yeah, all of them people had like impacts in the community though. Like it was like one woman that was d- delivering, like making people, making sure the park, like homeless people at the Central Park got food and shit. Like that's so fucking crazy, bro. Yeah, oh, man. Exactly, oh, was targeted, dude. Like I don't like. He was. I mean, he was like brainwashed since he was probably a kid, or you know. Where are the parents in this? This parents. is what I want to know. Where Where is his mama and daddy in this shit? Hey, I, I like. How do you have a child in your house? to do this like how it's shad but you know man that's that's man sometimes you can go there but sometimes you can't because we've all got family members despite how you come up like you can have the best a good set of rate like people raising you and at the end of the day man i think this is what it really comes down to it's like what's your what other influences do do people have beyond the household right yeah because i always tell my sister she's got four kids i don't have any kids and i was like I tell I tell my sister, I was like, you know, your children, the most important decisions of your children's lives will be made while you aren't there. Right. The first time that they decide to like it, not saying this is my sister kids, but if any time a child decides to engage in like drugs, criminal activity, nine out of ten times the parent isn't there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of like, you know, what other influences do children have? And I think I, I don't want to get too far off topic. That's a great question, Shad. Um, for me, I think I just really want to focus in on like just the the tragedy, kind of the isolate the the tragedy that's unfolded in front of us, um, and kind of just I want to focus my efforts on that and talking about that, talking about the families that have been affected by it, um, because you know no one should have to meet their end in that kind of manner at all, right, uh, especially right. especially in your older years, right? Um, yeah. Um, because that that's just um, unfortunate. And first, let me say before I continue on, man, I just want to give uh, my condolences to the family and victims, uh, the victims' families um, that have been affected, and even just the the community of Buffalo at large too um, around this tragedy. Um, I mean, man, here we go. Here's another evidence, right? Another mass shooting, another act of domestic terrorism um, based on. Uh, white supremacy or, or just somebody who clearly doesn't have the mindset of uh, seeing other people be outside of their own ethnicity as an equal. Um, so it's, man, it's just real unfortunate, man. Um, Crazy. Yeah. 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 It, it, it really is. You know, I was reading, uh, I was reading a couple of articles, not um, from like New York times. Uh, I think the AP, a couple of articles there um, just trying to, when this thing happened and just trying to understand like what's like this man drove literally three hours, three hours and had out somewhere where he wanted to like, I, I'm trying to just fathom the, the entire idea behind someone. It's, wanting, it's wanting, like a terrorist act, dude. It's, I was like, yes. I mean, but he's been like manifested. Like, I don't know what, like somebody has been pushing along. So, okay, you have to do something, you know, your rights are being taken away. Supposedly, you know, that's what their defense is, you know, the replacement like, theory. Yeah. The replacement, you know, it's bad for them, you know, His you manifesto know actually, like they're like, losing rights. Yeah. No, why did, that that's they're thing. being replaced basically. But, like, uh, you got people from outside sources, uh, Mexican immigrants and all kinds of things like that are coming in and replace white people basically with the what the replacement theory is is if you go look it up. Um Yeah, but that's mm, mm. But he targeted I don't know. I mean he's probably been 
like washed with propaganda for since he was a kid. But the whole thing is, it's like that the people, his victims. So the thing I want to, the thing that's very um, the outlier here is his victims. They're all black. They all of African American. And so, like, despite, uh, like, I know we just talked about the replacement theory. Um, and in I think in one of the articles, to y'all's point, mentioned that he had like some conflicts with like. He wasn't at ease personally with like immigrate immigrants and immigrants coming in, and I'm just sitting here thinking like, my God, like, <laughs> like, like you come like you write on. He wrote some rhetoric on his gun that he used, and it was around like black people getting reparations. He said, "Here's your repar." I think it was something in the lines of, "Here's your reparations," and it was written yeah, on his gun, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but um, I bet he believes that you know. I mean, there's the kind of thing if you give black people right, then you know you give everybody else right. You know, in a way, you know, you know, being treated equally. So you know, he's trying to target what you know, kind of in a way very, started for freedom. Very, you know, yeah, it's mm. a very targeted event to be in the same. I don't, I agree with you on it all, but I'll be honest with you, bro. Emotionally, as a black person, I don't think I've processed this one. I actually put this like in the back of my mind, mm. like. To be real with you, like I have no feelings, and I, I don't, I don't want y'all to be like, oh no, like I guess because we've seen so much in the past, like two years, it's like, yeah, I'm desensitized, so I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh well, mm-hmm. this is and like mm-hmm. I, I don't really think about it, like I have no emotional like tie. Like I remember when we had all of those things, like how emotional I was, and I don't, I don't even feel that now. I'm just, I'm just like, this is America. This is, this is, this is nothing new. They didn't call it a terrorist attack. They didn't. They, they want to say, oh, he has mental illness or something like that, and mm-hmm. like nobody's calling it for what it is. It's like, how can I mourn or how can I like celebrate these people in a way? when America isn't recognizing what is going on. Like, you look at the rhetoric, rhetoric that's going on in the news, I think everybody has a part for it. No matter if you're liberal, on the left, right, whatever. I think you all have a part in the way you... the way we've been depicted, the way... the way society sees us. It's like you can't get around it. It's like how, 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 and why do I have to defend myself from this? And I'm just trying to live my life. But every day, it's like the society that we live in is trying to kill us. Yeah. If you're not, if you're not fair skinned, and what I mean by fair skin, if you're not like white, they're they're trying to kill you. Even Asian on Asian crime, man, like that shit's crazy. So, like, the synagogue got shot up by an Asian guy, a Chinese guy, uh, uh, over like Taiwan, right? Political. He goes down <laughs> and shoots some people. So, like, it's it's just crazy. I think it's a lot of it's like propaganda, like a lot of authoritarian people who want to stay in power or people who yeah. you know want to save money. They use you know they that's that's like one of the tactics. 
they use, you know, hate, anger, and ways to push people, you know, keep them in fear, or so, you know, they stay, you know, vote for them, you know, st help stay in power, or, you know, I don't know, just achieve what they want, you know, which is to keep their money and stay in power. Yeah, I hear him. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't. I'm like, I'm just tired of like, uh, and such. I don't know how you feel about it, but I know you get tired of it too, man. Being a brown person in America, like, this shit is just not like it weighs heavy on it if you take too much time to start thinking about all this shit, right? All this shit that we have to do. Because, like, I feel like African Americans, we fight for everybody's rights, but nobody fights for our rights. We care about everybody else, but nobody cares about us. And I'm saying that as a community. And then, like, there's people within our community that just, you just be like, why? I, I, don't, I don't even know how I'm supposed to feel about this stuff, man, no more. It's like, this ain't nothing new. This is America. You know why you don't have say you know you're probably desensitized to it right now. You know it, this is just like I'm just thinking about this as you're like speaking and I'm listening to you. It's like think about this. Think about the last time we had an incident, a major occurrence where uh, something like I, I wouldn't say it was a massacre, um, where the George Floyd incident. Right. Think about when that happened in 2020. Think about where we all were mentally and physically like yeah i think everybody was at home mm -hmm. not doing nothing and now the mm -hmm. fact that this occurrence of this this uh I, this tragedy happened think about what we're doing in our data we're back to like our busy lives now and so we don't even have time to really even try to process everything that's like all the issues that are reoccurring in our or, or i don't want to say reoccurring but that is consistently an occurrence in our in our country like we don't have any time to really process it at all and it's mm. like you wonder like what that does to like our mindset right it's like to shad you know what when this happened i just man i i don't even know how i felt i can't say i felt sad i it, i heard about it and my mind was just like mm. Uh, again, yeah, again, it's like damn. Again, like I could tell you when, 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 when the thing and um, what's called happened, George Floyd, like how much pain I was in when the guy got shot in Louisiana. Watching that video, how much pain I was in. This was from years ago, before the pandemic. Like Sergeant Bland, how much pain I felt and like, like fear. Like I don't. I don't have any of that same emotions to this shit no more. It's like, uh, I'm not saying it's an everyday occurrence, but it's just like you get desensitized to this shit. You just be like, yeah, yeah, like, okay, what what am I supposed to do? I I'm I'm fighting, I'm fighting, and I'm fighting, or we go out here and fight, and then two weeks later we back to the same story again. Yeah. I'm totally right, bro. It's like it's, we've, been, we've been talking about the same shit forever, right? You know, you you don't want to be like. It's like, do they do they want you to radicalize at this point or something? 
Like, is that their goal? You, you got to fight back, though. I mean, either well, are you going to accept like, it or are you going to help change? Well, accepting it, then, like, then if you accept it, then you come become radicalized to this idea, right? Are you're not you're not solving the problem? Are you coming as a like a revolving door at that time, right? Because they're already radicalized, right? And then you radicalize the black community or whatever. And that same token, what are you doing? You perpetuating the same thing. So how are we solving a problem? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's like it's it's like they want you to radicalize, want you to have like this. This mindset, but then like you just go numb to it at the same time. It's like, well, I don't, I don't really want to do that. No, I feel that, bro. Mm. I definitely feel that. Man, it's um, guys, you know, I've been um, man, these last two weeks, I've been wrestling with this question in my head, um as it regards to racism, but not just racism, but also um, uh, classism in the United States. Because mm. I think, because we don't talk about that enough. I think like there's all mm-hmm. these wars with sexism, uh, racism, um, all these other isms. But I think the biggest fundamental pillar, or let's say foundation to all of that is really rooted in classism. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of me is like been wrestling with this question in my head that I've been asking myself on a daily and on my drives home from work, like in my downtimes in my day, like I'm sitting here trying to understand, like from a fundamental standpoint, like I understand some of the historical context behind it, but I'm trying to understand like as if it, as it stands today, like, like, <laughs> Uh, and part of this is it's a bit convicting on myself too because I, I you know we talked about this other thing too right we and I think in the wake of George Floyd right we talk about like uh, privilege right and so part mm-hmm. of me been asking the question like what privilege do I have as a black man I know it's kind of hard to even think that I have Ooh. privilege but I do and I haven't even thought about that until these last couple of weeks. Um, and I've been thinking about like what privilege do I have as a not as a black person, but as a person that sits in my social class that I'm currently in. Like, are there things that I'm privy to that people who aren't in my class like aren't privy to? And if I'm more privy to these resources, then what am I doing with the privilege that I have to assist those people who have less? And I know we probably, you know, I think all this is tying in together for me because that kind of drives us on a whole nother tangent that I, I could talk about, but I don't want to get too far off topic. But um, but I'm also thinking, too, just from, let's say, from a cultural standpoint about my privilege, like where I stand, right, to somebody who's of African-American descent, right, but they live in, they're in a different social class than me. Like, what am I doing to kind of help educate them, like, to help bring their generations to where I'm currently at like how am I assisting them up um and and I'm trying to think about like how does all that play in the bigger picture of where we are as America because that's where I want to go with that but it's like I can't right now I'm just I'm asking so many questions to myself that I can't I haven't arrived to any conclusion yet let's let's focus on American classism because like here's the thing there's 
to me, there's there's either you're rich or you're poor. There's no middle America no more. There's no middle class. That's pretty much. Yeah, basically everybody's living almost check to check. Unless you're wealthy. I don't think there's a middle class in America anymore. Yeah, and they make you live check. You know, they give you enough money just to get by. But then, you know, you get these other, as soon as you save, you know, there's other cost or, you know, prices mm-hmm. go up. Mm-hmm. Back at it. And then, I, like, how, how, how does that affect us? Like, if there's no middle class, like, it's just, I don't really know, man. Like, it shit just bothers me. When we talk about classism in America and like how it is, like, is really coming to be that way? Where it is. Classes. I mean, the rich are getting rich, rich. and the poor are getting poor. Like, the gap between the wealthiest person and the poorest person is, is, is phenomenal. Like, there's no middle ground. And that that also means when you're like, you know, if you're living pay to pay, paycheck to paycheck, that means you're under someone else's control, you know, that restricts you, you know, that restricts what your family or what you can do or your growth. So, Mm -hmm. and that's how you help the rich get richer and become their pawn. So, ooh, so, okay. So, so how does that affect the idea behind i guess the racism to kind of bring everything back in the full circle to the buffalo massacre like how does that bring what transpired on the 21st i'm sorry um on the uh on last weekend the weekend was that the 15th last Mm -hmm. weekend like how does that bring that that is that occurrence into perspective based on like some of the questions we just like just asked because you look at the classes right now I don't think people are so separated if it within the I'm not gonna say lower class, but let's say in, in that in that in the lower class, there's a separation where people are like, oh, I should hate this person because they're doing this or they're gonna take my jobs. It all comes back to replacement theory. All right. Well, that's classism in a way. Mm-hmm, you're scared mm-hmm. that somebody's gonna come in and take you and replace who you are, right? That's classism. So they're taking away your money, your livelihood, right? What is, what if that's not classism? What is it? You're scared uh, that you, your race is going to be wiped out, or that you're scared that you're going to be replaced at your job by somebody else. If that's not classism, because you're worried about your income, you're worried about how I'm going to live. If you didn't have that to worry about, would you necessarily have these same thoughts? Possibly not, and possibly, but there's no utopia. So there's there's going to be a there's a balance somewhere to this, and I don't think we're doing a good job of finding that balance. Right now, we're just creating like more and more problems for people. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if more social programs is the issue. I don't know if it should be less. I don't know if we should have a bigger government. I don't know if we should have a smaller government. Like it's it's something there that's causing people 
to be afraid, right? We can go look at America's infant mortality rate, like how's this gone up and all kind of stuff like that. How people aren't having kids anymore, too, classes and things. Right. Got them expensive, right? <laughs> well, not only that, you don't have anybody to replace the workforce. Yeah. But that's the thing, like, do you want to live, like, okay, even if you want to do certain workforce, like, at least give them something, like, you know, at least a decent retirement plan, you know, uh, like a good health care, you know, give them things that, hey, I'll work this job, you know, like, maybe I don't have the greatest salary, but I still have enough things to, you know, let me live my life. Well, my thing, well, then that comes down to the thing of rights, like, is health care a right? But I'm saying if you want somebody... Is is it is it is it one of those things that should not be taken away from you, right? Like, do you? Should, why should I have to choose between my medicine and like if I want to pay put gas in my car to, today? Exactly. Agree, bro. You you feel me? Like, so is it a natural right? Or me and my buddy were discussing this too. Like, natural rights is a it's a difference because there's in in Sam, help me out. The in what is something kind of rights, which is like what the government gives you, and then there's like no, like natural rights is what the government gives you. Then there's something else kind of rights, like like nature, right? Like and where does that? I don't know, man. Where does that fall? Like where does that fall? Like what are we guaranteed? You know, do these things shift? Oh, uh, as as a culture change as the as we involved and I think so. I think maybe some of these European countries have it right that like how healthcare should be like that's a right for everybody. You know I'm I'm just thinking in terms of economic, if you want a good workforce, you know, a good economy, you want very healthy, productive people. You have less chance of maybe pandemic, less chance of you know, Not only that, you want to like product- give them like vacation time, time. yeah, exactly. Leave. Other stuff, yeah, like those all are uh, uh, those all rights because right now they're not treated as such, right? They're not protected by anything, they don't have to give you none of that. shit. I mean, we have some holidays, so maybe expanding on it, you know, like it may be expanding on the things that we need more, like you know, changing things up. But listen, that's what the company gives you, it's not guaranteed by the government. Oh, hey. Everybody gets 20 days off standard, right? You get six months of maternity leave. Hmm. Everywhere you go is different. Six months? I don't even think they get that much. I'm, I'm just, in, your, in some European countries, they do. They give you six oh, months no, of no, a year. Oh, European? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Here, I'm saying, like, you, you, you'll get... You get uh, what they call FMLA, like, uh, like, uh, like, basically, it's like, uh, like you don't get paid for that shit. It's a medical leave, right? Hey, and that's yeah. only none, 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 um, medical, none paid medical leave, right? You can take this for as long as you want, but like, you can't support nobody with that. Yeah, maybe that's what they should do. Like, you know, standardize like more holidays. And maybe the government or there's some kind of credit to the business. Hey, you know, if you have, you know, my employee had to, you know, lay off, you know, stay off work for six months, you know, you get some kind of tax credit for that. And, you know, they still got paid. You could do something like that. 
Maybe. I, I just don't know. I don't know where we go from this as a society and then, like, where we go. And I, I'm speaking at large, not just as a black and white issue. I'm just speaking as a society issue. Like, the things that I see that's going wrong in America. Like, how do we solve these? Because I believe racism is inherent to, like, how society is and where it is. If we solve work issues and all this other stuff, I don't think you really would have as much um, blowback. And maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think I agree, but you know, there's always gonna be a little bit, but it's not maybe that extreme. It is as now. No, right, and then it comes like, what can an America afford to do? Like, whatever we're doing now, it ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> like something's got to change. So we can get back to the, the, the Buffalo mass shooting, man. How do y'all feel about like, like I really don't feel like I've seen it on TV. You know what I'm saying? I don't see like, or maybe I haven't just been. Maybe I'm like Shad and I'm desensitized. No media coverage. But it's I feel the media, like the media. Yeah, it had been very great on it. Uh, no. Somebody had made a tweet about it. It was real funny. It's funny, but it shouldn't be funny that like Will Smith's. Slapping Chris Rock was in the media longer than the ten black people getting killed in Buffalo, and I know I'm like that's funny, but like that's really fucked up. It's just some perspective. It's like that, that mm-hmm. or, or the Johnny Depp coverage. Like, why is that over? You know. Mm-hmm. I agree, man. Bad been- I seen at least on Twitter, like Justice Department, you know. Go, calling it as a terrorist act, and they've got like another task force, or I don't know, they're gonna try to make changes for you know going after these terrorist attacks, as they will, they would say. I guarantee you, um, that if this instance was let's put the show on the other foot, if this was a ethnic person shooting up a store with 10, um White people, yeah, it would the coverage would be completely different. Mm. I agree. They'll probably call that a terrorist tech right off. This terrorist was went into this community. I, I don't uh, man, I don't, I, this is wild of me. It is, and I think also too some nomenclature in here that's been real interesting. I was reading an article in AP and the terms that they use. Y'all remember Mike Brown, right? The uh young man who was um shot in uh um man, uh back in man, was that Missouri? Mm-hmm. No, Florida. No, no, it was Missouri. Uh, Missouri, oh, it was not Missouri. Trayvon Martin. Not Trayvon. Not, not Trayvon. Trayvon not Trayvon, uh Sanjay. Uh, we're talking Brown. about Mike Brown, the 18-year-old unarmed black kid kid, young teenager who was shot and killed um you by know. um that was in Missouri. Mm. I can't I cannot think it wasn't it Saint, started with the, it started with the F. It started with the F. Oh. Ferguson. Ferguson, Ferguson, thank you. Ferguson, Ferguson, thank you. Um, in Ferguson, right? And they, they they called Mike Brown. The AP did. The AP called Mike Brown an eighteen-year-old black man. And then huh. reading the article on the gentleman. Oh Jesus, why did I say that? But the young man who was um um the in the Buffalo shooting, they called uh, him. Um, a kid. They called him a kid. They called him a teenager. Yeah, they called him an eighteen-year-old teenager. So just like just the discrepancy right there in like how they use language as a way of painting a picture that they want to paint. 
Mm-hmm. Can we just say he's an eighteen-year-old terrorist? Uh, fuck risky shit. You can call him that, man. You can call him what you will. Freedom of speech, my brother. <laughs> man, freedom of speech ain't ain't so free, my boy. Yeah, you can call him what you want, man. Um, but I think the thing I wanted to highlight was just like, obviously, like we talked about media coverage, but that that's another part of it too. It's just like how they choose to articulate their words to describe the horror that occurred last weekend. Um, and how they choose to paint the suspects is very interesting. And that speaks a mm-hmm. lot to, um, I mean, those very things that we were just, just speaking on moments ago. And how that affects everyone else, right? Because part of me, like, I don't want to go on this long diatribe, but man, part of me is like starting to just come to a conclusion that, like, I feel like white people in this dysphoria of America, like, are just inherently fearful of black people. And so, like, the media tries to paint a picture to where, like, when a, a, a black male or any person of I want to say African American. I hate to use that word "person of color" because that's so generalized, and I, don't I think hate P. I hate that word. I hate that fucking. I'm, I'm going to say because uh, I'm going to use African Americans because that's what I can speak to. So when they try to paint the 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 picture of an African American um, for doing any particular like something happens, right? They paint that person in a way that. That that they try to oh man de man it's dehumanizing. It, they, do they, just, they, they do that. Yeah. They do that to Mexicans. They do that to like the they do uh, they do to uh, Southwest Asian people. They do they, they do. do it yep. all the time. And like it's it's but if they're white and European, you don't get that same cover. It's just like this war. So you're looking at it now. You you look at how much effort is going into like oh we should save these refugees they're in a bad place you think they gave two fucks about them folks in Syria and all kinds of shit in the Middle East they were having the same same battles that were running in Africa were running oh we should open our doors for them no yeah they didn't have that same energy. Niggas from Africa been running from the same shit. You, Europeans been trying to close the door on their ass for years. Like, nah, you can't yeah, come yeah, through the Greece and stuff. Yeah, you can't come here. Wars, right? Want, wanting it, but you can come here and get asylum. The people from Mexico, same thing they were saying. Like, all countries at war. Well, I mean, it's it's just it's. I I want to make it a more broader issue because I feel like. But at the same time, bro, at the same time, the more we make it a broader issue and not just about black people and don't focus on our folk, I think it becomes an issue because then there's too many people in the pot and then they're going to help everybody else but us. Or it goes nowhere because it's like, well, it's like, well, see, that happens to everybody. And um, yeah. But this is what I was talking about. Like when we fight for everybody's rights, right? But nobody fights for ours. Period. Yeah. And, and that can be going into so many different things. Ugh. But I think we don't about beat this one into the... Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Somehow he didn't into the head, though, bro. I feel depressed about that shit. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I still haven't processed all that feelings, but dude, you got so much other shit that's going on, too. Poor babies can't get no milk. <laughs> I was just reading an article today that they just, uh, the army has actually brought in about 30 tons of baby formula that just landed from Germany in uh, Indianapolis. So somebody help me understand. So what's the thing? Oh, I'm not a parent, so I- I'm just... Well, there's I'm only not, four I'm just not, I'm oblivious to it. So no, I got clear. I got clear my nose. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. So what's the good. what's the, yeah? So what's the whole deal with the baby formula thing right now? What's going on with that? Like, how's why why is there a shortage? Simply put, supply and demand. There are only four major manufacturers of baby formula, and all of them are behind now and can't make enough formula for them to do that. Don't know why. So, and that's one. Of, that's one of the issues. You don't have enough. Uh, so, what's happening in the pandemic is showing us now there's not enough competition in the market to keep it fair and equal. Because when you got only four suppliers that supply a baby formula, that's an issue. Real big issue. Uh, and then I don't think they can get materials or whatever they're doing to make the formula. I, I'm not sure, but other than that, that's all I really know. Like I don't, I'm, I'm kind of like this is crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. they're price gouging. They must be price gouging. I mean, they gotta have how much are they behind? Like you know, it's not like there's like a million extra babies all of a sudden because just because <laughs> of the pandemic. That's where I met Sanjay. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'm not educated. I don't know. A lot, a lot of people was fucking during the, you know, <laughs> pandemic. Maybe there is a little bit of shortage, but I think they're just like manipulating if it's for competition, like, like Chad said, you know. Yeah, but not only that, but you thought that the numbers would go up for us like childbirth over the pandemic, but they actually didn't. They went down. If you go 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 do your research on, it went the opposite way. Mm. Mm. Inter- interesting, huh? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, less babies, but less less supply. Well, they want more babies. They definitely do. I think that's the issue right. with the Roe versus Wade thing too. That they want to like increase the population because we're not having enough kids to replace everybody. You is it's down across the board. No matter if you're black, white. Is that a bad uh-huh. thing though? Uh, no. it's already overpopulated. Is that technically no, a bad thing? Bad kind of, for them no, and yes, they don't have they don't have the workforce to replace. So, like, so what happens? Like, each generation is built off. Like, all right, so like the Social Security that we playing in now is actually helping the baby boomers and shit like this going right, towards them. Right. So, like, if you don't have enough people in your workforce to replace everybody, that's you have a surplus of jobs, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you're not going to have people with skill enough to replace them quick enough in that workforce. So your workforce is dying. That's that's a bad thing. Um, 
And then you look at like uh but I think in most civilized countries your birth rate goes down anyway. Right. Yeah, that's something you and once you become more modern and you know, you advance society, you don't need much workers, maybe things get more efficient. Or mm, so too. naturally like, it should progress that way or but you're looking at the the I think the highest birth rate was in like um Mexican Americans. Okay. Yeah, them jokers ain't playing, boy. They haven't. They they popping their babies then, out. They were and then for like white mortality rate, like I think for the first time in not the first time, but like in history, they're not reproducing as many people as dying that are like categorized as white, I guess you could say. So there's an issue too. If you want to look at it from like a race standpoint. Yeah, and they freaking out. They flipping shit. <laughs> they flipping shit. No. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't really have much else to say, dude. I'm, I'm about to talk that on that shit. Uh. Well, guys, man, what um, where can y'all see y'all? Like, where can y'all see? How can we improve things? How about that? Let's get on that, and then we'll end it. Ooh. That's a major question. Like, how can we get things to start improving? Like, because I know that the president doesn't, you know, control the gas. You know what I'm saying? But more and more, I'm starting to chuckle every time I see one of those. I did that thing. You know what I'm saying? And I think I'm. I know I'm not buying the rhetoric, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like, yeah. Um, I'm going to go out here on a whim. Outlaw lobbying. Yes. For dark money. Make that illegal. Well, guys, unfortunately, the Supreme Court just ruled that, and the Supreme Court been wilding lately. They just ruled that donations, like substantial large donations to um, a political party is equal to free speech. It is. It- it's rich people money, man. It's big corporations, big money trying to control and the that's world. Who they, yeah, that's who they're going to get to. Like they're basically buying their their cooperation. So I think if we get rid of that, we, we'll get rid of a lot of issues. First and foremost, um, better education. Yes. Uh, but some states just, they don't want to ban books and shit and. Well, I think there should be a federal. Uh, see, that's the thing. I think to in order to keep it square, I think the government. I know it's sad to say that, but they should have like the overall like what curriculum should be set, and like you cannot outlaw any of these stuff here. This this is what has to be, and then the book should probably come from a historian like government in place, and that may be wrong because then they can change it, but like the states can't keep out any information. Yeah. Yeah, but the government won't. They won't do that, Shad. They won't allow. Uh, There's too like, much government oversight. Too much government. Yeah. 
I yeah. agree with you, but like it's the only way to keep what's from happening now happening. It's like, what are you willing to give up? You want them to lie to your kids? I mean, That's you can teach them at home. Yeah, it's propaganda. It's brainwash. You can teach them at home, and there's the internet. But even that is like tailored to like what your beliefs are, and your search history, and how you look at things. So I think you have to have a a a not a like a non biased approach to history and education. And I think the stakes have become where they're they're trying to like leave out things of history. Yeah. It's like getting to college. You learn something in high school and then getting to college and they tell you something totally different. You know what I mean? Then then you have like all these competing theories of what happened. So you because California may say one thing, Mississippi says another. How's it educating my people? If we're not all getting the same equal value education or know all the same stuff. For the facts, or, yeah. I mean history is the way of facts, yeah. Right. It's the all the same facts. I agree. Mm. Mm. It's a thought. It's a thought. I said I was going out on a limb here. Yeah, you did preference that, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I think I you know, stopping stopping lobbying and then maybe helping the workforce or the you know, the average people. Whether it's you know, better wages, more vacation time, more uh, access to housing, just basic uh, things or, you know, things you want to do in life. It's time for some new deals, some new, new deals. Some new, new deals. New, new, new deals. For real, man. We should put cool. a new tax so we can retire on the Gen Z. No, <laughs> no. This, you sound no better than a baby. <laughs> I'm not just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn. It's, it's like, it's like right generation pay for it, and they'll pay for it, and they'll pay for it. Like, no, nigga. We need to solve these problems now. Like, these are these are present. present, present I think the best issues. way to do it is, man, we really do got to get some younger blood in. <laughs> but then also, I feel like younger blood going to be more susceptible to fucking... Robbery and you know lobbying. So, well, I I wouldn't necessarily say that. I just think I think being young is a good thing. I think we we do need younger people in office. Um, but when you say lobbying, like most people that after they become senators and representatives like that, that's what they go do. They go work for a lobby company. I think you know one thing maybe we could do is like. Like you ban lobbying, but you make the jobs of being a senator, you know, you pay, you know, the pay is good where, you know, they need, they don't need to take lobbying money. But it's like they a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, yeah. It's more than what they need, Sanjay. These figures is more than enough. You can't survive by that more shit. than enough. But and that's what they, like a million, you know, making like an athlete. Like a all this trader information, like they know all this shit before it even happens. Like that's look at look at what they're trading, they're doing, they're moving stocks, they're doing this, they're doing that because they know what's going on. That's something. I think they should ban that. I think there's a bill trying to happen, but like 
like all politicians, you know, no lobbying, no trading, but you get a good ass salary, like, you know. So you're, you know, if you want to keep the job, you do what's right to get voted in. I don't know. I, like the free health care, I'm kind of like sour on that one because I feel like you ain't really did shit to sit in the office. Like, I feel like these people that serve in the military should get that. Like, that's the least, the least, like, why is a senator getting free health care for life for? They didn't do anything. Thank you. They already get enough benefits. Like, if you're going to do something, make, make that happen. Do something for those folks that, like, volunteered. You know, all you yeah. do is get in the office and make money. Like, you, you, didn't, you didn't help them or nothing. Like, yeah, voted $40 billion to send to Ukraine, but wouldn't spend $40 billion to build and shelters man, for homeless veterans, retired veterans that are living out on the street. People, to do your own people, you're going to send all How this money. do that? I'd rather see my tax money go to like things like that in-house than go to other countries. Yeah. Go to other people. For what? That's- and that's sad, and that's so crazy, bro, because that's, like, money we don't even have right now. And we just sat there we just and made it, printing it off, and sending it to them, and we got to pay for it in the end. And, and, then, like, oh. and, and then sending them weapons and sending them all kind of other stuff. Like, I, I get it. I'm just like, bro, like, at the end of the day, like, we got to take care of home. Yeah. This is not my fight. <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, they might send you over there. I mean, I mean they this might. Is not I'm just saying, this is not my fight, bro. This has nothing to do with me. They're not in NATO. This has nothing to do with me. It's just a fun to watch. Like, oh, well, damn, that's what happened. Oh, I'm sorry. We turned a blind eye to a lot of things. We can't turn a blind eye to this. Nah, because we got to get Russia back, man. You gotta send a message to Russia. Man, I think Russia has did enough for itself. It's yeah, they're fucking up. They lost the war. It's it's that's it. They lost. They lost when they didn't defeat them in the first week. It's over with. Yeah. History's always gonna look at them and being like, oh, well, they were the bad guys. They invaded. It don't matter what you do now. There's no way for Russia to win. No way. None. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Real crazy. So. Well, fellas, uh, this has been a crazy discussion. Um, yeah, yeah, it has. I really hope that, for me, I'm with Sam, man. I really hope that the families of the victims, you know, because, I mean, that, that was heartbreaking alone. Find some solace, and um, I hope America gets it together, man. We, uh, we all we got. True, true. You know yeah, I'm seeing so much shit on the internet. It's just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? I saw a video of the little white boy banging on his black family door with a whip. What? What the fuck? Oh uh, yeah, I saw that too. That was wild. Well, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, man, we just gotta get our shit together, bro. <laughs> man, you gotta get on Twitter, dog. You, you, <laughs> mm. 
Oh, I need to stay off of that stuff. Yeah, man, Twitter. My brain, Twitter I'm already in a delicate state. I don't need nothing. <laughs> I, feel that. I feel that. I feel that. No, I'm just one one tragedy away from, from doing something crazy in my damn self. So I, no, I, I, no, no. Let me stay away. No. Let me stay away. And on that note, man, I just want to give you like some positive feedback on what you're doing for your mentor program. I saw you put it on Facebook, man. You had a few fellas down at the school. So I appreciate what you're doing for the black community, Sam. I should do more. You made me feel like I'm being less of a person. But I, I want to say continue what you're doing, my boy, and blessings on you. And I hope you have impacted these young men's lives in a way that changes it for the positive for them for the rest of their life. You feel what I'm saying? So, shout out to you, my boy. Thanks, Shad. Thank you. For real, though, bro. Much love to you, man. Yeah. Got some stuff accomplished. Yeah, I know, man. We got some good black brothers these days. Gotta give a round of applause. Yes, yeah, sir. Round of applause. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong My bad. You took the Hey, man. You took the bro. You took it out. Bro, all I saw was like ass clapping. That's it. That was... <laughs> took the security out of, out of this thing. <laughs> Coach Ball. We're going to call him Coach Ball. Uh... Man, but man, much love to you guys. Much love to listeners. Man, I really appreciate these conversations with y'all, man. So hopefully we can get back on uh, a good schedule. But love y'all. Man, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, This has been an amazing episode. Y'all take care. You. Stop.